the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church where Christ is honored and people are loved. Live, in-person services are now available for you to attend every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. So we invite you to come to church this Sunday. Jesus had what it takes to take away my sin. And when I asked him to do it, he did it. Can you say praise the Lord? Remember when it happened? Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. We're at the Largo Community Church, and I have a very special message to bring to you today from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, where Jesus is teaching the disciples, and you're a disciple, you're a follower of Jesus, He's teaching the disciples how to pray, a prayer that will lift us to a new level of prayer, faith that will move mountains when we go to God the way Jesus taught us how to go to God. Friend, it's a message you need to hear. I'm glad you're here today to hear the message. It's entitled, Forgiveness Made Easy. It's made easy because Jesus has forgiven us, and in the power of Jesus, we can forgive those who are indebted to us. The scripture says, forgive us our debts or our sins or our trespasses as we also have forgiven our debtors. Let's go into the sanctuary and hear the message. Be blessed and may every obstacle be removed aside now so that your prayer will go right to the throne of grace and the victory and healing will come. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. We have the word of God. We're going to follow along today and address that particular phrase, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. The title of the message is Forgiveness Made Easy. Well, some might debate that. I have often thought that forgiveness is the most difficult thing in all the world to do. I mean, to move away from a difficult situation, to release somebody from a difficult place that has come about a conflict in our lives and I believe everybody here has been offended somewhere some way in your lifetime and I believe listen everybody here has offended somebody because none of us are perfect there is only one right not that we want to offend people that isn't it sometimes words just come out and things happen and nobody is being ugly at anybody 
but it does cut and it does hurt. So we're going to look at a portion of scripture that goes with us throughout life if we will take it with us and allow the Holy Spirit to apply it. Let me begin by talking about sin and forgiveness. Now, and I'm going to talk a lot about myself, and as I talk about myself, I believe you'll be able to identify. But one thing I know, I have sinned. I know that. I know it for two reasons. The Bible tells me I have sinned. The Bible tells me all have sinned, and I'm included in all. That means you too have sinned. We have all sinned. Secondly, I know I have been forgiven. And I know you have also, because we're coming to this holy table to observe the one who took our sins in his own body on the cross and bore our sins for us. I know I have sinned, but I also know I have been forgiven. The scripture says in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We have all tried, but we just missed the mark. We just didn't measure up. Somewhere we slipped, and more than likely, no doubt, slipped a lot of times. But the Bible tells us we have sinned. Our conscience tells us we have sinned. So now I have two witnesses to tell me that I have sinned. In my heart, there are feelings of past guilt. I, I, I want to be very clear about this, as clear as I possibly can. I pray that the Holy Spirit would open our understanding. But without the Bible, we have a conscience. I've been in other countries where people without the Bible have felt guilty. And I have been there uh, after I've gone by and I've seen the ashes where they have sacrificed a pig and the bones were there and they were gathering up the bones believing that somehow their sin would come on that pig and they would be liberated. They didn't have a Bible, but they had a conscience. Who told them that they were sinners? We all know in our secret moments of honesty that we have all sinned. The Bible tells us so. Our conscience tells us so. But secondly, as I said, I know I have been forgiven, and you do too. And we're rejoicing in that, and we're going to come to the table and celebrate our forgiveness in just a moment. The scripture says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Unrighteousness means every unright thing we've ever done. Think about it. Every unright thing, every wrong thing I've said, done, thought, he has forgiven. In Christ, it is all done. So, I know I have sinned, the Bible tells me. My conscience tells me. I know I have been forgiven, the Bible tells me. My conscience tells me. When I have been uh, forgiven, there comes a peace and a, a, a liberation. I talked to the man that, that uh, did some work around our house a week ago and he was telling me how for two hours he, he confessed his sins. I, I just drew him out into a conversation and asked him, I said, do you go to church somewhere? He was out working outside, inside. I followed him around. He was a nice guy. We talked a little while. I like nice guys. And so I asked him if he goes to church and, and asked him about heaven. I asked him about confession, his relationship with the Lord. And then he began to tell me and 
he told me a, a story that I'd never heard it done this way before, but he said, I had a lie detector machine, and he said, for two hours, I confessed my sins into that lie detector. And over and over throughout that morning, he worked at our house. He kept telling me, oh, the, the burden that was lifted, oh, the joy that came, oh, the, and he went on and on telling me what happened. Do you remember when you gave your heart to the Lord? I hope you have another experience like that when you come up here to the altar table, that the joy of the Lord will come upon you because you'll know that you have been redeemed. God bought you with the blood of Jesus. You belong to him, and that, that first salvation joy will come back, and you'll experience it this morning. I, I think of that beautiful, beautiful hymn that is a favorite of church people everywhere, Amazing Grace. We have favorites, but I think that that one has to be right almost at the top. John Newton wrote that hymn so long ago. John Newton died an Episcopal priest, uh, an Anglican priest, but he, he was a slave trader years ago. He was a captain of a slave ship that would go to Africa and pick up slaves and bring them. And when he wrote that hymn, Amazing Grace, that saved a wretch, he didn't say that saved a good man. I was raised in a good home. His mother was a Christian, by the way. I was raised in a good home. I'm a good guy. No, he said, I was a wretch. I was a wretch. And God saved this wretch. And he said, it's amazing grace. Now, he made a brave, brave attempt to tell about the grace of God that came into his life. But it, it, it wasn't complete. How, how can you actually tell somebody else what you have experienced on the inside. It's like tasting something that somebody else didn't taste and say, oh, this tastes so good. I wish you could have a taste of it. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. I can't taste something for you. I can't experience something for you, but I can experience for me and taste for me and you do it also for yourself. John Newton had this great experience and it was his desire now to tell everybody that he possibly could uh, regardless of their culture, their race, whatever, that God is an amazing God, that he is a God of amazing grace, of kindness and of love to all who will believe on him. And he won many, many people to the Lord. Now he's an old man and he makes this last testimony. I mean, I've, I've been so stirred by this John Newton that I got on the computer and I Googled his name and took me to the cemetery and showed me his gravestone as an old man. One of the last statements he said, and no doubt it was Alzheimer's, uh, but he, uh, they didn't call it that back then. But, but this is his, one of his very last statements. He said, my memory is almost gone. He said, but there's two things that I remember. I'm a great sinner. Christ is a great savior. Friend, again, Jesus said, in remembrance of me. Can I forget that experience? John Newton said he just about forgot everything else, but he couldn't forget that experience. Sometimes our experience with Christ grows dim, grows dull. We become casual about spiritual things, a little bit indifferent. We can... We can miss doing things that we used to do and not feel guilty about it. It sort of, sort, of, sort of wanes away. But not with John Newton. He said, 
Those two things he remembered. And it was just as much alive in him in that old age as it was when he asked God to come into his heart and save this old sea captain. Do you remember when it, was hap- when it happened to you when you gave your heart to the Lord? And if you can't remember, then remember the time you were saved uh, or you were baptized and you gave your testimony of being saved. Remember that and give thanks and give thanks over and over until you become so very, very old and you forget everything else. But you'll never forget that moment. It's a real and wonderful moment. Jesus paid it all. He paid it all. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation... I'd like to offer you a copy of a book written by Dr. Harold Sala entitled, What You Need to Know About Healing, for a donation of any amount. The book by Harold Sala, What You Need to Know About Healing, is a reminder of what many have forgotten, that Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, is still healing today. Within these pages, you'll find a strong scriptural foundation for healing, which gives hope and comfort in a time of need. Harold Sala is founder and president of Guidelines International, a ministry communicating the message of Jesus Christ so that people come to faith in the Lord and believers are disciplined and strengthened. In the book, What You Need to Know About Healing, he combines careful research, biblical narratives, and personal stories of physical and spiritual healing and points to how trusting God yields lasting and eternal rewards. While no one is promised tomorrow, you will receive true encouragement for whatever circumstance may be yours. And you will better understand the compassionate nature of our Heavenly Father and how to find healing His way. Again, the book What You Need to Know About Healing can be yours for a donation of any amount to the Healing Word Ministries. To support this ministry electronically, go to the website thehealingwordministries.org and click on the Donations tab to receive your copy of this dynamic resource. You'll also find the address and phone number on the website if you prefer to donate by mail or would like to call for more information. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. I was trying to learn how, some time ago, to pay my bills uh, on the computer, uh, on the, the website. What a time I had. Now, I have good credit. Thank God I have good credit. <laughs> Most of my life I've had good credit. I, and I, I, I thank God for that. I don't, but uh, the bank representative called me after about two months. Mr. Morris, why aren't you paying your bills? You've got the money in the checking account. <laughs> the money is there. Why aren't you paying your bills? I told the lady, I said, I don't know how. <laughs> you don't know how? <laughs> I, then I explained to her, I'm trying to learn to pay online. And I've been waiting on a paper bill to come in. And I'm going to take the paper bill and check it with a... <laughs> and I've waited and waited. And so they penalized me. <laughs> but then they forgave me. But at any rate, uh, I, I finally learned how to do it. And I'm, I'm doing it all right. But see... I was in debt, but I had the wherewithal to pay. But I was in debt spiritually, but I didn't have the wherewithal to pay. I couldn't save myself. I couldn't forgive my own sins. 
I couldn't do that. And somebody else had to do it for me. Jesus had what it takes to take away my sin. And when I asked him to do it, he did it. Can you say praise the Lord? Lord. Remember when it happened? We want to remember today and give praise to the Lord and thanks to him. Now, forgiving others the same way he has forgiven us. How can I do that? You see, some of us have been forgiven instantaneously. We knelt, we prayed, that's how it was with me. Other people have had more of a progressive. It's taken weeks or months, maybe even years to get to that place. But it it was a growing repentance and a salvation. So those people can't go back to a particular date. So that's why I'm focusing on the date of your baptism. Use that date as your date of testimony of having received Christ as your Savior. But, but write it down somewhere. Put it in the flyleaf of your Bible. I have it in mine. I wrote it down. September the 9th, 1951. I know the time. I know the place. And I know what happened to me. And it is as real today as it was back then. I'm rejoicing in the Lord. And I'm coming to this table in just a moment. A sinner saved by grace. God's loving kindness. God's grace to me. This is what the Lord has done. Now, as life goes on, things will happen. And there will be, listen to me. There will be misunderstandings. But go back to that person and check it out. You'll find out that for most of the times that person didn't mean it at all. There was an interpretation that you have given that caused you to have ill will toward that person. That person loved you all the while. Friend, God cares for us. He loves us. We are to care and love others even as he cares and loves us. You see, when we forgive somebody, we release them. Now listen to me. We release them. We hold them guilty, guilty, guilty. And we just can't wait until somebody does it to them what they did to us. Anybody cut you off on the highway? Just say, just a little while, somebody's going to cut you off. I hope I'm there to see it. (laughs) But God didn't take pleasure in our sin. In our wrongdoing, not at all. And I have to conclude, but here's the kernel of this message. So it is, here it is, Ephesians 4.32, forgiving one another even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. And I ask, how? How can I do it like you do it? I'm a man, I'm a person, I'm a human. How can I do it? Well, this is how I believe it can be done. And it can be done very easily. Not difficult. If it's difficult, I'm doing it in myself. I'm doing it by my own effort, by my own energy. And it can be so difficult and it can never, never be done. It'll come back tomorrow or the next week. It'll be right back again. And I'll pack it around with me forever. And it will continue to release poison into my system. Unforgiveness releases poison into your system. I've been reading about the scientists and the professors uh, in the medical field, uh, in the psychological field, talking about forgiveness, trying to help people relieve their stress, to get better, to get healed, to get over it, to move beyond it. And they have a whole list. Step one, step two, step three, step four. How you can do it. You step it out. 
And I thought, sir, you may be brilliant. Lady, (laughs) you're a brilliant lady, but you can't learn how to forgive. If you can learn how to forgive, then forgive yourself and forgive everybody and just leave God out of it and forget this table. It can't be learned. That's one of the things that cannot be learned. But this is how it's done. When Jesus was on the cross and they were crucifying him, he prayed, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. That person out there that's hurt you, just think that that person doesn't know what they're doing. They really don't know what they're doing. They're not hurting me. They're hurting God, but they're hurting themselves. And so just forgive them. But how? This, This is what happened. When they stretched Jesus out on the cross, can you imagine God the Father looking down from heaven on his son that was his son forever, that had lived in heaven forever, pure and holy, 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 holy. We sang it just a moment ago. And they started driving those nails through the palms of his hands and those spikes they drove through his ankles And God was looking at Jesus, beloved son, no one is loved by God more than Jesus. Friend, when you can't forgive somebody, you kneel at an altar, whether that altar be your bed, your kitchen chair in the living room. You begin to thank God for saving you. You remember when it happened. You rejoice over it. And as you pray and rejoice over it, in the spirit of him who forgave me, I can forgive. It's the easiest thing in the world when Jesus does it through you. It's the most difficult thing in the world when you try to do it by your own effort. When God looked from heaven on Calvary, on Golgotha, look at what God was looking at. Friend, if you can look at what God is looking at, you won't be able to help yourself but love even as he loved. Forgive even as he forgave. It's the easiest thing in the world when you see what he did for you, if you can see it and rejoice over it and praise God for it, then it's easy. It's, it's not hard because you're doing it in the name and by the power of him who took those spikes, took that lashing. I want to see what God saw. I want to feel the anguish that my heavenly father felt when he saw his son dying. Notice what Jesus gave in Matthew chapter 6, verse 12. Forgive us our debts. Friends, we're indebted to God and we don't have the money to pay the bill. So we have to ask for forgiveness and Jesus pays the bill for us. And you and I walk free. Now your credit is good. You have right standing with God. All because of Jesus. Now if you can do that, you'll be able to forgive others. Because you won't be able to nurse that grudge anymore. Friend, let this be the day. Let this be the day. Shall we bow before the Lord? We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, Here is Pastor Jack Morris with a special invitation. Thank you for being part of our worship service today. It's been a joy bringing this message to you that will lift you to a greater height than prayer, where you'll be able to pray with 
faith as great of a mustard seed and see those mountains removed. Forgiveness made easy in the name of Jesus. It's not easy any other way, but in the name of Jesus, by His strength and power, we can forgive even as we have been forgiven. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry? And consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow. You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. We invite you to attend the Largo Community Church in person this Sunday morning. We have returned to a live service in the church sanctuary starting at 9 o'clock. And God is blessing as never before through music, fellowship, prayer, and the preaching of God's Word by Pastor Jack Morris. Social distancing rules and masks are still in place, so you can feel at peace in the large church sanctuary as you praise God with other believers. The Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored and people are loved, welcomes you this Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. The church is located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Be sure to tune in Monday at the same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until then, blessings on you.